how to win friends and influence people. These are things you can do to make everything less stressful in your business and everyone like you more. So let's read a couple of yeah. those. So. Become friendlier. So don't criticize, condemn, or complain. That's definitely a mindset thing. Like just don't even yeah. just don't even think about the critical stuff. Just find something positive. Yeah, absolutely. Honest appreciation. I really, truly, and genuinely appreciate somebody. Tell them I really appreciate you doing that. Just simple things, right? Yeah, that's good for your staff yeah. in general. Become genuinely interested in others. Ask people how their day was. Grow your cleaning business. Make more money. Have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Welcome back, everyone, to the Profit Cleaners Podcast. I am Brandon Shane, your host. And I'm Brandon Condry, co-host, Spreadsheet Ninja. Spreadsheet Ninja co-host, all of the above. There you go. And you are in the top 1% of cleaning business owners. If you're not yet, you will be because you're listening to this podcast. And that's the whole goal of this podcast is we are up in the game. We are winning and we're taking strategies, mental mindset checks, all sorts of cool stuff to help you guys win out there in the cleaning business and the service industry. That's right. All sorts of business owners could benefit from this. So let's get started. Today's episode, we're talking about going from an... Going from oh crap to no big deal. Eh, no big deal. Yeah. And it all kind of resonates or goes back to a story we're going to tell you guys here in a sec where we were in the very beginning starting our business actually. And we had a lot of these moments where we were like, holy crap, and we didn't know what to do, and we were freaking out. And this goes for any business, really. But we're going to show you guys how you go from that and take mental mindset check, break, whatever you want to call it, vacation, and also have some things in place just to make sure everything is a lot smoother and you're yeah, not yeah. stressing out. Yeah. Your brain's a well-oiled machine. We want to keep it that way. And by the way, we're in the studio here. We're normally in our other studio, but this is our actual office. We have a nice yep. little mural here for you guys. Profit Cleaner's octopus back there, keeping it clean. That's right. All right, so I had pitched this episode as the mental health episode. So I've mentioned it before on other podcast episodes, but I have anxiety. That's a thing that I deal with all the time. And lately it has become less of a problem. And so I think that there might be some of you that are also struggling with the same thing. Being an entrepreneur is hard. Running a business is hard. Keeping a bunch of employees happy and a bunch of customers happy is hard. And sometimes that stuff just weighs on you and it can manifest itself in a bunch of weird ways. During the pandemic, I was really suffering with this stuff and just like sleeping a lot. And it was hard to get out of bed. It was like physically difficult. And I wanted to read a little stat here that just puts this into perspective, but it's three. I don't even know where this stat is from. It might be made up. <laughs> just kidding. But we are the uh, authority on information. Guys. We are the authority. <laughs> $300 billion is the amount of money that's lost basically on job stress, absenteeism, turnover, diminished productivity, medical, legal, insurance costs. That's in the U.S., in the United States, and probably all across different industries. But that's a lot of money. $300 billion yeah. is lost to stress. Yeah. So you've heard the phrase, like, I need to take a mental health day. The mm-hmm. United States healthcare system doesn't really allow for that. If there's not an allotment to, like, take a mental health day and take care of yourself... This is what happens. People call in sick the same day. They show up late. You lose jobs because you slept in too much, whatever it may be. So if you feel like you're in that boat, we're here to offer you some tidbits, some pieces of advice on how to do this. Mm -hmm. And I'll speak from my own perspective because that's the one that got the ball rolling and I was the one hurting with it. So there were a couple steps that I did. The biggest one I think, and hopefully this resonates with you, was mindfulness meditation. And there are a bunch of different varieties of this out in the world. If you Google it, you can go on the 
super duper spiritual religious side, if that's how you lean. Or in my case, I wanted to go on the, it's like a clinical process. And so the way that that worked out in my mind was basically it boiled down to two apps that you will hear a lot about sometimes. One of them is called Calm, C-A-L-M, and the other one's called Headspace. So I subscribed to Headspace. I got the premium membership. So there's no caps on it. And it's just an app. That's all it is really. And you're going to listen to it. You can listen to it on the speakerphone. You can put headphones on. And they have courses that you can take within it. So like there's a, a series of meditations on stress reduction. There's mm-hmm. a series of meditations on sleep issues. There's a series of meditations on productivity. So whatever you think that you need at the time, you can do it. One of my favorite things during the pandemic was they had this, you could pull it up. They called it an SOS. So like if you're having a hard time, like right now, like I'm having a panic attack, my heart's beating fast, whatever it is, you could pull that up five minute, whatever. Just It's all just breathing is what it comes down to. But they also had sleep ones that were great. So if you're having trouble falling asleep, your mind's racing about all the stuff that happened through the day. You pull up the sleep one, it's five minutes. It's guided meditation. So you can choose between a male or a female voice. The guy who runs it, his name's Andy. He's British. He's been on a bunch of podcasts. He's got a TED Talk. He's been on Freakonomics a couple times. So that was a big one. Yeah. And I have some too. But before we get too much more into these awesome ways to calm your mind and de-stress, I wanted everyone to hear the story of when we very first started our cleaning business. We have a few of them, but there's one I think in particular you could tell. And I just wanted to mention, this actually is very common for entrepreneurs in general, but way more when you're starting a business because that's when there's no momentum. That's when nothing is happening and you actually have to almost like force everything to happen because there's no momentum. Nothing is just happening in the background. But a lot of entrepreneurs, I think, experience stress and anxiety and all these things in the first place because it is stressful, especially in the very beginning stage of any business. You're going to have a lot more stress and a lot more anxiety because nothing's going. So you're going to really have to toughen up and like push through stuff and make everything happen. Whereas we're now in the business, we're years into it and it feels like things are just happening in the background. It's a little easier to be not stressed. Yeah. There's a recent before and after for this. So the first one was, I think it must've been about 18 months in, we had scratched a customer's entire kitchen full of stainless steel appliances. So not just one, but every single one we had gotten a rag with a little piece of sand or a little grain of stone or something on it. Mm -hmm. And the the kitchen was dimly lit. And so there were these swirl marks on every single piece of appliance. So it was the fridge, the double oven, a microwave, and the stovetop. Conveniently, the customer had bought that stuff 10 days before we had done this. So they had all the receipts. This was an $11,000 mistake. And we filed an insurance claim. Initially, our insurance came back and denied it. They don't cover quality of workmanship. And that was when I was really flipping out. So we're early on. I don't have $11,000 to cover appliances. In the end, I really argued with our insurance people. And they did cover it. We paid our deductible, which was 1000 bucks. But still, that $1,000 was something that comes out of like, we're going to have to pay our taxes late this month because we have to come up with $1,000 somehow. And it's got to come from somewhere. So that was a big stressor. It took weeks to get through that insurance process. The customer was great. Customer actually became our sales guy, which is funny. That's a different story. If you're in the 10X course, we go through that. That's that's in there, that video with Matt. But at the time, he was not an employee, and I was very, very upset. Fast forward a couple years where we just passed our four-year mark on July 5th of 2021. So happy birthday to us. And today, it's like late July now, we had another customer where we scratched the top of their stove again. So this one, we were testing out a new tool. Ironically, it's a scratch-free scraper. It's a 
It kind of looks like a razor blade, but the razor blade is plastic. And the idea is you can get stuff that's really stuck on off without just scrubbing for a really long time. Worked great. Got the thing off that we needed, but worked a little too good. And we also scratched the top of the stainless steel stove. This one was a Thermador. So if you're familiar with appliances, that's a high-end cooktop. And nice. this time, our office person reaches out. Hey, we're going to do this thing. We scratched the thing. I'm like, all right. And before I'd even okayed it, they'd already replied, we're so sorry. Here's how we handle these things. You can find a repair person and deal with it yourself, and we'll reimburse you, or we'll compensate you with free cleans, or we can use our people that we use that we trust to come out and do it. All that was happening in the background automatically. That was the office system on how to reply to a damage report. And yeah, that was a brush off, no big deal. And if it is $2,500 to replace the entire thing, we would probably just pay that out of pocket without having the insurance claim because it's not that big of a thing to just cover instead of the $1,000. So it just ended up being a not big deal. So previously that would have been a ah, like thing. And yeah. so I did jump the gun talking about the app a little bit, but that's one of the many things that you can yeah. do. But it's just that with, it's not even just that I would have like whipped out the app and been like, oh my gosh, we scratched a thing. I need to, I need to take some breaths. <laughs> it's more that continued use of the app over uh -huh. years. I just didn't, I don't even think my heart rate raised. <laughs> I think I remember in the beginning, we both journal, by the way, which I would also highly recommend you journal to de-stress and to get all the stuff in your head out. That's not even on our list here, but that's an amazing strategy right there. But I remember in the beginning when you first started doing Headspace, yeah. And I did notice like kind of a shift and like you were more calm and it just like settled your mind a little bit more and it was like funner to work with you, you know, and stuff. Yeah. So I, I think it definitely has noticeable benefits. I don't know yeah. if you noticed anything. No, I've noticed huge shifts. So mm -hmm. the anxiety level in general has just gone down. And then these specific incidents, which will happen from time to time when you own a business, like one that hasn't happened, knock on particle wood, is that we've never had a car crash with any of our cars, mm -hmm. but we have 10 of them. If you just play the law of averages, we're driving so many miles per year that it is inevitable that one of our vehicles is going to be involved in a car accident. And so one of the tips further down, we're going to talk to you about a book, but one of the exercises that the book asks you to do is just like, what's the worst that could happen and prepare for the worst? Well, the worst that could happen, like if you've already come to grips with it, okay, a really bad car crash, we killed somebody, one of our employees got killed, like something really bad happened. Before that happens on the day where you don't expect it and now you're like flipping out trying to juggle this stuff, mm. if you've already kind of gone through this scenario, if this happens, this is how we're going to respond. Or if this happens, this is how we're going to respond. You're good. Like you've just mentally prepared for this is going to happen. We talked about this during the pandemic as well. Like one of our business coaches had asked us, it's not a matter of if COVID's going to make it into the company. It's like when. So if you just prepare for it's definitely going to happen. How are we going to react when it does happen? It's not that big of a deal. We've already got a checklist. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're yeah. going to do if it happens. So that's the same scenario with anxiety specific events is if you try and game theory it out, play it out in your mind and write it down, not just like think about it, but give it to the office. Like, Hey, if a car accident ever happens, this is the correct response procedure. Yeah. And just that process you're describing is in order to not be reactive, which is a horrible space to live in, always being reactive, reacting to everything. It's a very negative emotion type thing that it brings up, but being proactive by, which we'll get more into here, but like thinking out what's the worst that could happen and let's plan for that and let's just think it out right now. Like, yeah. And then if it does happen, it, we're not going to be frantic and frazzled and freaking out everywhere. We're going to be like, no, we plan for this yeah. and this is what we're going to do. And let's just get there. So the book is called. So it is how to stop worrying and start living by Mr. Dale Carnegie. Actually, it's flipped. It's how to start living and stop worrying by Dale Carnegie. Just you if go. you're going to Google it. 
this is one that you had told me about a while back mm -hmm. and I was that person that would stay up late at night and imagine all these bad things that are going to happen. But that it was, it wasn't the productive kind. It was just the scary kind. What blew me away about this book is that this was written in 1938. Dale Carnegie is the same guy who wrote how to win friends and influence people. Yep. And that was written in 1916 or something like that. So <laughs> the guy, he was Tony Robbins before Tony Robbins. So he was kind of like the self-help originator. I don't know how else to describe it. In the book, we're going to link this to you in the show notes, but his website actually gives you a bullet point summary of both of those books and a nice little PDF. So we're going to give that to you in the show notes. Read yep. through it. It's a quick read. I think it's like five pages. So mm -hmm. the how to stop worrying thing is, all right, what's the worst that could possibly happen? The worst that could possibly happen is all those things that you think, okay, but we've now addressed that that's going to happen. Now we're going to like analyze the worst that can happen, weigh it out. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. How are you going to respond? How do you improve? He says improve on the worst. So how mm -hmm. do you improve on the worst? You make a plan. So if the plan is car crash, well, this is the response. If it's a robbery at the office, this is the response. A lot mm -hmm. of these in general in the worst case scenario are going to involve insurance, but we're talking about property stuff. If you're talking about mental stuff, like what if the business fails? Okay, worst case scenario, we sell everything off, we file bankruptcy, and we learned a lot. So mm -hmm. one of the bullet points we have on here is fail up. If you do have a failure, don't woe is me and curl into a ball and be like, oh man, we screwed that up. We definitely could have gone that way when we scratched $10,000 worth of appliances. And But because of how we responded to that customer, we all ended up in a happy situation and we got an employee out of it. If we had been like, oh, we didn't do that, that could have ended up in like a lawsuit. You know what I mean? So that's why you plan ahead on how to react for this stuff. And when you start worrying about it, you just go through the checklist. Like I've already thought about this. This yep. is how we're going to do it. It's cool. Hey guys, I wanted to take a quick break to let you know a little bit more about our course, the 10X Toolkit. We've put together so many amazing resources to help cleaning businesses like yours learn how to get more recurring clients on the schedule. The systems we teach you in this course are the exact same systems we've used to grow our cleaning business to seven figures in just three years. In fact, in one year, we were able to accomplish the growth that our mentor in Denver had in 10 years. So it's definitely a shortcut, guys, to success. Model after that success, everything from finding the perfect clients to learning how to keep your schedule filled. We cover everything you need to 10x your business and without wasting your time and money. So to learn more about this incredible course, head over to ProfitCleaners.com slash courses. That's ProfitCleaners.com slash courses. And uh, one of the things, I, I don't know if it was actually in Dale Carnegie's book or somewhere else we learned it. There's so many good topics like this about mental health. But if you think about it, I think it might have been in uh, Eckerd Toll's book, The Power of Now, which we're going to talk about too. But really all this comes back to, guys, is being mindful and being present, right? Which is an interesting word. But when I think of, like, Brandon, when you were talking about all these things or when we'd go on these coffee walks and we'd be, like, anxious or what's going to happen about this, a lot of times it's because we're not being present. We're actually... Anxiety is when you're living in the future and depression is when you're living in the past. And so if you're not here right now, if you're not present and you're not actively noticing and aware of everything around you and heightening that awareness, it's easy for your mind to focus on something else far away in the past or in the future. And that's when we get rattled and, and frantic and crazy feeling and it's not a good state to be in. You can't, no, really, no. You can't be productive. You can't be happy no, around your employees. You're just hampered by your own brain just right. tricking stuff up. So. That anxieties in the future, depressions in the past thing, I want to touch on that for sure. So 
if you are one of the people that dwells on what happened today and what happened today is different. Like if you're going to look at it from the journaling standpoint, like what happened right. today and like, what can we do better tomorrow? That's one thing. But if you're thinking about the appliances we scratched three years ago, that does you no good. One of the things you have to realize that everyone should have already realized, but for some people, this is not a given is that you can't go back in time. Like what just happened. If I cleared my throat into this mic and made this horrible sound for the podcast, <laughs> I can't go back and fix that. I can do it again. We I can, can try edit it out. Yeah, we can edit it out, but I can fail <laughs> up and try to not clear my throat into the podcast mic the next time. But the point is you can't change the past. So that's a good one. Mm -hmm. And the present thing, you're here today. What can you do today to affect tomorrow? So if you're worried about the appliance scratching thing and the analogy, all right, what can we do today? We're going to think about the tools that we can change, like we're not going to use that plastic razor blade on stainless steel anymore. Like we might be able to use it on porcelain bathtubs or something mm -hmm. where we, that's a scratch free surface. So these are the ones that you can plan for today. And then the action that you take after analyzing all that stuff is to change the SOP, relay mm -hmm. it to the team, send mm -hmm. a message out to all the cleaners on WhatsApp that says, Hey guys, we're not going to use this plastic razor blade thing anymore. We did some damage to a customer. And we're going to just avoid that in the yeah. future. And that's just a load taken off your shoulders by just knowing that you took in information, some of it was bad, mm -hmm. you thought about it, you repaired it for the future, and now that one's just another thing that got systematized that you don't have to worry about anymore. Absolutely, and actually a lot of what we're talking about, guys, is this being present is what Dale Carnegie talks about again in that book, which is living in day-tight compartments, which is being present, which is like narrowing it down to the simplest so you can only focus on what's here and now and you're not like living in the future or the past and all these other things that really get you off your game. And so I think that's a big takeaway I got from that book, live in day tight compartments. We can go mm -hmm. into some other ones, but just in general, like what are some of the other things that we do to give ourselves mental yeah. break? So for, you were mentioning the apps and stuff like that. Yeah. For me, it's very much the same. If I'm not journaling, it's very stressful sometimes because I can't get stuff out of my head. If I'm not meditating, I notice a huge difference in my behavior. I'm right. more stressful and short with my wife and my kids and so meditation is huge for me. You were mentioning breathing. I think it all comes back to breathing, actually. Which well, that's uh, basically you know. what Headspace is for sure. So, yeah. okay, the mental concept is you want to be present for what you're doing here. That's the mindful part. But some of the mindfulness is like try and picture each individual oxygen molecule like passing over the hairs in your nose. And so when you're committing all of your brain power to something like that finite, there's just no room to think about anything else. Mindfulness, especially the meditation side of stuff, is also... You're not going to pull up the app and be like, I'm all better now. Thanks. One session. See you guys later. No, this is a constant thing. This is like a skill. You need to practice it over and over and over again. And Headspace in particular is really big on you need to like thoughts are going to happen. These thoughts, you're trying to focus on this thing. Some thoughts going to go by. Like they show you these animations when you're brand new. This cloud is going to come by. The cloud <laughs> is a thought that interrupted your meditation. It's cool. We're not mad at the cloud. We're just going to let it drift by and then turn back to the mindfulness part. Yeah, and all of it is a lot of breathing exercises. That's kind of how you get yeah. it going. But once the breathing exercises are out of the way and you're really good at the breathing exercises, it's things like visualizations. Like the mm -hmm. stress one that Headspace did was so good for me. And what it said was if you pictured your body, like you're sitting in a chair, you picture your body as like a hollow glass vessel. And the stress relief part was if you pictured liquid sunlight pouring into the top of your head and just like slowly filling you up from the toes and the legs. And it's like this thick mm. goo that's kind of filling you up and it's just like light. And that to me was like, it's so simple to say out loud. But as soon as I started like doing it over and over and over again, it was huge. And so the app is good. We've also got on here like taking a vacation. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, like of- you're in the business, depending on where you are, that may be impossible, but you shouldn't be working seven days a week anyway. So if you've got some time off on the weekend, hang out with your family. That's your vacation, little mini vacation in town. Go do something that you weren't doing before. If your kids drive you crazy and give you anxiety, then that's a time to be like, look, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get some physical activity in. That's another one that you can do is just just move around. Like you can take action on anything by lifting weights or going running. Yeah, I mean, exercise your body, of course, but exercise your mind. Both of them go hand in hand with executing your business and doing everything to the optimum level. A lot of, I think a lot of people don't do one or the other. I mean, they, or they do one or the other. They don't do both. Right. But if you can do both, I mean, you should be meditating. You should be breathing every day a lot. You should be visualizing and journaling and you should yeah. go into the gym and working out or even just take a walk, go yeah. outside, get outside. This um, stuff is simple techniques, but there are people out there that definitely need to hear it. And so if that's you, do some of this stuff. There's a couple books that we've already mentioned. So we've got How to Start Living and Stop Worrying by Dale Carnegie. We already talked about How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I mean, let's just touch on some of the, I think there's some really good topics and tips in those books. We can just touch on on the podcast here really quick. Sure, sure. But just in general, let's say like we always talk about Dale Carnegie's books, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Even if you just start there, I tell our students all the time, like that's such a critical book for just learning how to be good with people like how to make people like you which means now they're going to want to work for you now they're going to want to be good employees and stay with you longer all these things that impact just from a simple thing of like giving someone a compliment i was like something so simple so let's just read some of the tips and how to win friends and influence people these are things you can do to make everything less stressful in your business and everyone like you more so let's read a couple of those so become friendlier don't criticize condemn or complain that's definitely a mindset thing like just don't even think about the critical stuff just find something positive yeah absolutely Honest appreciation. I really, truly, and genuinely appreciate somebody. Tell them I really appreciate you doing that. Like just simple things, right? Yeah, that's good for your staff in general. Become genuinely interested in others. Ask people how their day was. Yeah. What do you do for a hobby? And someone will tell you something weird that you've never heard of before. Don't react and be critical about it. Be like, I've never heard of underwater basket weaving. How does it work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Be a good listener. Most people want to just be heard and listened to. This is goes. Huge for customers too. You have way less stressful time if you're just listening to your customers and employees and actually act like you're listening. Don't be looking at your phone and your computer and other stuff. Actually give them the time of day. And that's all time. A lot of times customers, that's all they need. Just, okay, you heard me. Okay. And then they're fine. Right. So sure. Simple stuff. Yep. We covered the stop worrying, start living, but there's a couple in there like live in day tight compartments. That's the equivalent of taking a big project and breaking it down into little pieces that you can manage. So instead of I need a $50 million cleaning company. Okay, but what can you do today to like do it? So this is about being present, focus on the day that you're in. Yeah, these are all, the, we're moving into the other book now of Dale Carnegie's, right? Yeah, yeah. How to start Yep. Start living and stop wearing. So daytime compartments, this one in particular, since we're talking about stress, how to face trouble. So we already covered some of this, but again, what's the worst that can happen? Even in business, what's the absolute worst that can happen? You go bankrupt, you file bankruptcy, Oh, well, and you start another business. Nobody lost their life. That's pretty good. Plenty of huge business moguls have done it multiple times. We've got friends that have filed bankruptcy and you just bounce back. That's that's unique to America, the bankruptcy thing, but it's pretty cool. But hey, it's awesome. You don't have to worry about losing it all, even if it did get that bad. Um, Except the worst is another one. Yeah. I mean, we talked about all that. So that's just like analyzing the worst. So accepting the worst is this is what's going to happen. It's inevitable, not inevitable, but if it happens, this is how it's going to be. So I've already acknowledged it's possible. And then analyzing the worst is, okay, what are we going to do to it? And then the next part is you just come to a decision and do it. And so 
that's putting the plan into action. So that's the idea. And then improve on the worst. So what's the worst that can happen? Now let's improve on that. Let's see yeah. how we could overcome that if it did happen. So you're, now you're working through the problem even before it even happens. You've already got a plan. It makes everything way less stressful. Another one on here, we had, remind yourself the price you pay for worry in terms of your health. Stress is no joke. It's if no you joke. are constantly stressed, your heart rate's elevated. People yeah. that live constant stress lives have much higher risk for things like hypertension, heart disease, stroke. Heart All attack. these things are physically impacting you by just sitting there and being a little bubble of worry about stuff. So the idea is if you can chill out, do some exercise, do some breathing, that you'll just be better physically as well. Absolutely. Now let's talk about analyzing the worry. Get all the facts, weigh the facts, come to a decision, and act. Yep. So that's just putting the SOP into place. You're good. This is how it's going to happen in the future. When it happens, hey, nobody panic. We've already talked about this. There's a plan. Exactly. So don't worry about the past, guys. We've been talking about this. Don't live in the past or the future. Be present and fail up. Yep. Don't fall down and fail backwards. Fail forwards, right? Yeah. So I like this one. Never try to get even with your enemies. So... Mm. You've said something to me before, which was you can be the tallest building in town by building your building to be the tallest, or you can do it by knocking everyone else's buildings down. So getting even with your enemies, in my mind, is like destroying their buildings. (laughs) And instead, it should be, don't worry about them. They're already behind you. You're already listening to this podcast, and they're not. So you're already miles ahead. They're going to be playing catch up to you soon. Absolutely. And this is actually, I think, a huge problem in small business America and anywhere is that's the reason small business stays small is because everyone's always talking crap behind each other's back and oh look what Joe's doing and look what Luke and then everyone's always comparing each other and trying to like one up each other. We talked about this in the very beginning and it was very much this conversation of we're not going to even talk about not even mm-hmm. bring the competition up in our customers minds. Not only do you not want to talk bad about them but you don't even want to bring them up because then it makes them curious and then they might want to go check out the competition or if Probably all talk to the business owner who's like very much, oh, no, no, you don't want to talk to the company. Just work with me. And then it kind of makes you curious. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I wonder what the other guy does have. And, yeah, it, and yeah. it kind of makes you want to go check it out. So, yeah, don't talk about the competition. Don't talk bad about them just in general. And if you look at a lot of the bigger CEOs out in the world that are doing stuff, they're all hanging out, talking strategies, how they can help each other. That's big business. And we've got an episode, right? I think, on the past about talking to your competition and how right. that might be a good idea to do that. Yeah. So start developing that like bigger mindset, like a CEO mindset. We're all going to help each other because we're at the big leagues versus at the small business level. Everyone's trying to tear each other down and talk bad about each other. Yeah. That never, ever works, guys. And if, as soon as you get out of that, you will get into the big leagues a lot faster. And then we'll- So those are the bullet points from the books. We're going to give you the PDF so you can hit that as well. There's a couple other books. We'll put them all in the show notes. The other one that we didn't talk about is The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. I'm not going to say it so we don't have to bleep ourselves, but that one's kind of a fun read because the F word's used like 8,000 times or something. But in the end, what that book is surmising for you here is just be present. You can't change the past. It's cool. We don't have to care that we scratched a customer stove. We'll deal with it. It's not a big deal. It's not going to end your life. It's not going to end the business. You're good. That's a great book, Subtle Art of yeah. Not Giving an F. There's another one that we that's not on this list, but it was one that I read in high school, which this one really hammered home, you can't change the past, and that's The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, turned into a movie eventually. It's nonfiction. I don't know. It's a good book. So it's a good read. That's another one. If you're looking for something else to make you feel positive about it, that's a good one. Since we mentioned visualization on this podcast, there's a book as well called Psycho-Cybernetics, 
It's an amazing book. If you guys have ever thought, how does an Olympian or an athlete or a pro golfer, how do they, well, like 95% of it is all visualization. It's all in their head. It's all mental. So if you guys are stressing out about business or how you're going to get to that next level, visualize it in your head, go read psycho cybernetics and then visualize, visualize when you meditate or whenever. And that's also how your subconscious takes over and does the work for you without you even knowing how you're doing it. So visualize and get your brain right and things will happen. I like rock climbing quite a bit. This is what a lot of athletes will do. The Olympics are about to start. Rock climbing is in the Olympics for the first time ever. You'll see people when they come up to a wall, they're doing these funny things with their hands and their feet, and they're kind of like miming what they're going to do. And the idea is your body already experienced what that part of the route's going to be, and so you get up there and you already know what to do. So we'll give you all the books in the show notes. So take a look there. Absorb that stuff. It's good for you. Try out some of those apps. One last thing I want to mention is that depression and anxiety are serious things. Those are mental disorders. And so you don't have to go it alone. Like if you feel that you really need help, like don't dwell on it. Headspace is not going to fix that kind of an issue. So there's an online therapy app called BetterHelp and it's affordable and you can do it by text message or video chat or whatever. So if you really feel like you need to talk to someone, don't feel bad about doing that. There is no stigma for mental health. America's finally coming around to that and take advantage of the resources there for you. So including us, ask a question on Facebook. We're happy to jump in there and talk to you guys about this stuff. But yeah, yeah. in the meantime, keep it clean. clean. Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.